Welcome in to another podcast episode of WeatherWise. I am meteorologist Daniel Johnson alongside... Meteorologist Sloan Haynes. How's it going, Sloan? Calling in from home again. How are you doing? I'm doing well, enjoying you know, the cooler temperatures, not in the 90s today, but you know it's, it was pretty hot earlier this week. <laughs> yeah, it's nice today, isn't it? Much lower humidity mm-hmm. behind that cold front that produced some storms yep. yesterday. So uh, we're looking at improving weather, at least today, on Delmarva, but mm-hmm. the heat's coming back for the rest of the week. But let's not talk about that. Let's enjoy today's weather and <laughs> talk about more about the tropics. It seems to be a major hot topic this mm-hmm. year, especially for our podcast, which makes sense because it's been a very active season. Yeah. And we have Laura out there right now. Um, yeah. Hurricane mm-hmm. Laura, and we have to talk about that system and what it's going to do when it's expected to make landfall and that it could actually affect Delmarva as we mm-hmm. head into the weekend. So that will be another tropical system. We've had several already affect Delmarva this year at least as a tropical system or from remnant moisture from what was once a tropical system. So we've already had several of those and we're going to tack on Laura as another potential, you know, tropical remnant low that could bring us some active weather. But Mm -hmm. before we get into it, Sloan, have you heard, I haven't even, this is kind of off the cuff and you might not have heard this, but let's talk about the pronunciation. (laughs) Because did you see that they changed it last second? Wait, did they really? Yes. If you go to the website, and I have it pulled up here, the pronunciation, this is how you pronounce Laura. So we've been saying Laura, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a typical pronunciation of the name Laura. And that's how they had the pronunciation throughout the entire season. But the moment they named Laura, they changed the pronunciation to Laura. So L A W R A. Sort of like it has a southern draw in the name Laura. Exactly. So Laura. And I was watching, Laura. you know, the the Weather Channel over the weekend, the past weekend, and they were saying Laura, and it sounded funny to me, so I looked it up and I saw that they had changed it. I don't know why, maybe they just made a mistake initially. So technically, it's Hurricane Laura. <laughs> Laura. Yeah, so we'll have fun pronouncing that. But, (laughs) yeah, so Hurricane Laura is out there. It's a little scary, Sloan. You know, it's been intensifying Mm -hmm. pretty quickly over just Mm -hmm. the last day or two and is forecast at the moment, you know, to make landfall uh, right around the Texas and Louisiana border. But the latest trends are, you know, shifting it a bit west uh, towards more Mm -hmm. of Texas. So we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. But anyone along the Texas from probably Houston uh, you know, to New Orleans, at least, need to continue keeping their eye, you know, on Laura, yeah. on Laura right now. I know that the um, Louisiana governor has had his eye on this storm since last Friday when he already declared um, a state of emergency asking for aid because, you know, with everything going on in the world right now, Louisiana, New Orleans is one of the places first hit hard by the pandemic and now about to expect another tropical system to move through their area they're in need and especially a major category or a major um hurricane moving through their area too yeah and the water temperatures are so warm out there some Mm -hmm. water temperatures are are above 90 degrees and we we all know that these tropical systems thrive on really warm water and they typically can strengthen you know with water temperatures at 80 
or mm -hmm. above. But some of these water temperatures are 90. Also, there was a lot of wind shear in the Gulf of Mexico lately, and that's been, you know, that's conducive to tearing apart systems and not good for strengthening systems. But we're seeing that uh, dissipate, and mm -hmm. that is kind of going away, uh, which is helping, you know, to strengthen Laura right now. And um, remember, Marco was out there. What happened to Marco? <laughs> yeah. that, that was torn apart from the shear. Mm -hmm. Exactly. The shear really took it apart, but it was a rainmaker for those Gulf states. I know um, my friends in Tallahassee is close to Apalachicola, Florida, and they said that Apalachicola set a record for the rainfall they received, over 7.58 inches of rain as of uh, Monday is when they recorded that, but then I saw reports of over 10 inches of rain in Apalachicola by Tuesday. So it was a real rainmaker, which isn't good for the Gulf states as Laura is going to dump a lot of more rain on them. Right. So, and we were talking about it, you know, just last week about how we could be setting a record with two hurricanes in the Gulf of Mexico at the same time. And Marco did become a hurricane for a quick second but then mm -hmm. did dissipate pretty quickly, or at least weaken quickly. It still brought a lot of rain, as you mentioned, you know, to the Gulf states, especially Louisiana, parts of Mississippi. But overall, Marco just kind of has dissipated. It's moving out of the way, and, you know, Laura is about to take over. Um, and it didn't happen the way a lot of the forecasts thought. So, mm -mm. yes, Laura is a hurricane, but Marco is no longer. So... It didn't set that record in terms of having two hurricanes in the Gulf at the same time, but they're still impacting, you know, uh, very similar locations, kind of 48 hours or so apart. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty rare to see as well. Yeah. And that's what, you know, we were keeping our eyes on this week was Margo and seeing how long it would take a hurricane for. But within a day, really, it went from a hurricane back to a tropical storm, I believe. Sunday night, it was back to a tropical storm after being named or, or upgraded to a hurricane Sunday morning. And now we have Laura out there, which is expected to be a major hurricane, and its path expected to impact the Gulf states again, just bringing a lot of rain to them, which is my major concern with this system, not setting the record that we thought it was going to, but we will see some effects from it. Yeah, because a lot of people are worried about you know, Houston, because Houston was just mm -hmm. impacted so hard with Harvey. And a lot of people remember Harvey because it dropped 20, 30, 40 inches of rain. Uh, mm -hmm. It just kind of parked itself, you know, over Texas and just barely moved. So we're not expecting this system, Laura, to do that. It is going to move through pretty quickly, but it's still going to bring a lot of rain. Yeah. We're still concerned about flooding rains and, of course, storm surge. And we have mm -hmm. storm surge warnings in effect um, yeah. down along the Gulf. And so, again, storm surge flooding, the number one killer when it comes to tropical systems. And with it being a major hurricane, we're expecting or expected to be one. Um, of course, the winds are going to be devastating as well. Mm -hmm. So we're concerned about multiple factors, unfortunately. Yep. I know I have family in the Houston area and on a Tuesday, um, they told my family here in the Northeast that they were going to evacuate and go a little bit more inland away from the area, especially Houston being an urban area. They're calling for a lot of urban flooding with the storm. Yeah, right. So everyone just needs to keep a close eye on it and pay attention. 
um, because the hurricane cone has been ever so slowly shifting to the west, mm -hmm. you know, getting closer and closer to major cities in Texas. So we'll keep watching that. But um, let's review Marco just really quickly. I know it's kind of it's dissipated. It, it weakened very mm -hmm. quickly and um, they've already posted their last advisory on Marco. So Marco's done with our I'll, re I'll review Marco very quickly. And then if you don't mind, Sloan, um, just talking about Laura up until mm -hmm. how it started forming and where we are now. Um, but yeah, Marco um, kind of formed out there and was very close to right around where Laura was developing. So there were kind of two systems we were watching closely. Um, and of course, Marco was the 13th name storm of the season. Again, the earliest M name storm um, on, rec on record. So. It was a tropical wave along the Windward Islands, south of Jamaica, uh, right around August 20th, and it didn't form very quickly. It was slow to intensify. It was fighting, fighting uh, some environmental um, problems. Strong wind shear um, was, you know, kind of causing problems with it actually strengthen strengthening. And it was on August 16th when the National Hurricane Center really became invested in watching it and they named it Invest 97L, which means just it's an investigation um, that they're keeping a close eye on. Uh, so eventually it kept moving west, but it was slow to organize, as I mentioned. Um, but it was August 19th when eventually it was, be it was designated Tropical Depression 14. And, um, and then eventually it you know, became Marco. And it pushed um, south, south of Cuba, south of Puerto Rico, pretty much avoiding land, and then made a very quick landfall um, south of the Yucatan Peninsula, down in the West Caribbean, and then lifted north and missed the Yucatan Peninsula. So it moved between Yucatan, the Yucatan Peninsula, and Cuba, and then quickly formed into a hurricane in the Gulf of Mexico, and then quickly you know, turned back into a tropical storm as it weakened, as it fought that dry air, and that was over this past weekend um, on August 23rd is when it became that hurricane, but then it weakened quickly. And um, here we are, Marco is no more. So it didn't really affect much in the way of land. Um, it did make, you know, a brief landfall, I believe, is what, is mm -hmm. what it did, but it weakened pretty quickly. Yep. I know that um, Tuesday afternoon I was scrolling through Twitter, just seeing what people um, in the Gulf states were saying about Marco. And they were saying that, you know, some of the viewers are calling and saying, do we have Laura already? They said, no, this is just the remnant, um, remnant storms of Marco. So Tuesday afternoon and evening, they were still receiving some storms from the system. But again, by Tuesday morning, pretty much all the warnings and watches were canceled for Marco. Exactly. And I do want to briefly say, Marco also made an official landfall in southern Louisiana, according to the National Hurricane Center. Um, mm -hmm. And it was very brief because it actually, once it made landfall, it started to move in kind of a west and southwest motion, kind of moving back away from um, the Gulf states. And that's when it really just dissipated and became a remnant low. So um, if you want to talk a little bit about Laura, I guess we start Laura. I have to get used to saying that. Um, because we were tracking that around the similar time we were tracking mm -hmm. um, Marco, or at least what was an, an, an invest at the time. Mm -hmm. So 
Laura, though, came right off the West African coast, and we were tracking that Yeah. in mid-August. Yep, so earlier last week, we were monitoring a system coming off the coast of Africa, and then by around Tuesday and Wednesday, they started to see that it came a little bit more organized, more like a low-pressure system, had the organization for it, organized thunderstorms. It was rotating a bit, so by Wednesday, August 19th, it was um, deemed Tropical Depression 13 out there in the Atlantic Ocean. They started issuing the warnings for it, and we were starting to see it move through the Leeward Islands, a little north of them. They had those um, tropical storm warnings in effect. And then by Friday morning, it was tropical storm Laura, but now it's Laura. <laughs> and <then laughs> by Saturday, they were feeling the winds in Puerto Rico, and um, the National Hurricane Center was saying that Laura was strengthening, that they were seeing the system strengthen a bit. And then by Sunday, you know, it's really a rainmaker at this point. It was bringing torrential rainfall and life-threatening flooding to the Dominican Republic and Haiti, so impacting those states out there in the poor countries, rather, in the Caribbean. And then by Sunday night, eastern Cuba was being affected with this rainfall. Flooding is a major concern with these tropical systems, and they had flash flood warnings in effect for all the countries that Laura did affect. Taking a look at Monday night, though, Heavy rain and flash flooding over the western portion of Cuba now in the Cayman Islands. And then when I came into work Tuesday morning, early, you know, around that 3 a.m. time, it still said tropical storm Laura, but the forecast intensity had changed. And then it eventually became a hurricane at that 5 a.m. Eastern Time advisory for us here on Delmarva, about 600 miles south of Lake Charles, Louisiana. And the forecast intensity. I did mention it changed, and that's when the forecast um, changed for it to become a major hurricane at landfall. Over the weekend and through Monday, it looked like it was going to be a Category 2 hurricane at landfall later um, this evening into tomorrow. But the models are calling it for now to be a major hurricane landfall, and just a reminder that's a Category 3 hurricane or higher. And then expected to make landfall as a major hurricane by Tonight into tomorrow with winds up to over 100 miles per hour are possible. So damaging winds, heavy rainfall, and severe weather is associated with the system. Right. So we're really concerned down across the Gulf of Mexico. Again, landfall expected late today into tonight and early Thursday morning. Um, You know, again, the Texas-Louisiana border. That's the big area of concern right now. And with the strong winds, the flooding rains, uh, that's the main, the biggest concern here. And the storm surge, of course. So um, the Laura has been intensifying pretty quickly. And again, Mm -hmm. it's still a hurricane and it's going to continue strengthening. And this system could actually impact Delmarva, right? So Mm -hmm. making landfall in the Gulf of Mexico and then impacting us, that kind of, is amazing. I mean, weather's amazing. The fact that, you know, you can track um, the origins of a storm from thousands of miles away mm-hmm. and then how it could still impact us just has always, you know, interested me and amazed me in, in terms of weather. So we've been tracking a lot of these systems from, you know, Africa, these tropical waves, and then they can just strengthen through the Atlantic and they make it here. So as of now, the forecast has Laura weakening as it pushes inland, mm-hmm. but it also has it heading, you know, north 
into um, kind of the heart of the nation, into Arkansas, um, Missouri, but then kind of taking a hard right turn into Kentucky, Tennessee, into Virginia, North Carolina, and then potentially Delmarva, at least bringing us, again, rain from it and thunderstorms, maybe some breezy mm -hmm. winds. It won't be tropical when it impacts us because it loses its you know, tropical characteristics when it moves inland. That doesn't mean we won't be impacted with you know, really heavy rain at times. So mm -hmm. we're watching that because it looks like Saturday and Saturday night could be the mm -hmm. time frame that it could impact, impact us, right? Yeah, because looking around that time frame where we could see the impact that um, the remnants of Laura will have on us, rainfall is the biggest concern we have with it because we could receive up to or more than two inches of rain for parts of Delmarva. So a lot of rainfall with the system. And speaking of the states, it's going to move through the Tennessee Valley could see up to five inches of rain. So this is definitely going to be a rainmaker once it moves inland and begins to lose its tropical characteristics. Right. And um, even when it does lose the tropical characteristics, sometimes it maintains some strength in terms of, mm -hmm. you know, wind and the heavy rain. So we'll watch that potential, yeah. uh, but it's not a shocker. This season, we've already mm -hmm. had so many impacts here on Delmarva. Mm -hmm. When it comes to tropical systems, we had Fay bring parts of the region a lot of rain. Of course, we had Isa Ias that brought us some rain and wind. And now we're expecting Laura to do the same thing. And I was looking back at the season and even Arthur, Arthur came really close uh, to our region. It, you know, was south of Florida, went just east of Florida, and then it barely touched the outer banks of North Carolina and then took a hard right. So that got very close to impacting us too. So we've had some, you know, near misses, but a lot of U.S. landfalls too mm -hmm. this year, which is concerning because we were expecting a busy hurricane season, but we weren't guaranteeing landfall. And that's mm -hmm. always hard to, to forecast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But a lot of these systems have made landfall in the United States this year. Mm -hmm. And there's probably more to come, right? Yep. It's going to be an active hurricane season. I have the um, NOAA 2020 hurricane outlook up right now. And just to reiterate, they're expecting 19 to 25 named storms. That is a lot of named storms. And now in August, we are reaching that peak of hurricane season that everybody talks about when we start to see some more active tropical weather. And having two named storms in the past week that's an active week oh yeah for sure um and i don't see again i don't see this pattern ending yeah you know the active pattern so what's mm -hmm. the next name on the list sloan <laughs> are we going to pronounce this one up but <laughs> do you have it up no my screen just went down on me that's okay so it is you ready for this yes I believe this is how you pronounce it, but it's going to be Nana. So N-A-N-A. Okay. -A -A. So I can see some people saying Nana, but the pronunciation, at least right now, unless the National Hurricane Center changes it on us again, it says the, big pr the pronunciation is capital N, capital A, dash, lowercase n, lowercase a. So I think that's Nana. Nana. I believe that's how you pronounce it. And forecast models are already honing in 
on what could potentially be Nana down the road. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, conditions look ripe and they look prime for a mm -hmm. potential Nana to develop in the Atlantic and to possibly have an impact on the East Coast of the United States. We don't want to go that far out and say that that's guaranteed, of course. It's just conditions look favorable um, for the U.S. to potentially have an impact from NANA. Mm -hmm. So here we go again, Sloan. We're not going to yeah. get a break, you know, even after Laura. Mm -hmm. I think this is the perfect time, Daniel, to reiterate that, you know, we are reaching the peak of hurricane season, the busiest time of hurricane season generally, and that it's never too late to start your hurricane preparedness plan or have a plan, especially here on Delmarva. We saw the impact that Isaias had on us and how um, devastating it was for parts of the area. So we need to make sure that everybody is staying safe and has that plan with their family, knowing what they should be doing, or even just having those items, non-perishable food items, water, a NOAA radio, ways to stay informed. Right. Just make sure you have that hurricane plan, because I know we're very prone to hurricanes in this area. We don't get hurricanes all the time. But, mm -hmm. you know, with an active season that we've been having already, and it's it's kind of rivaling 2005, you know, mm -hmm. that record hurricane season when we had Katrina and so many of those big storms. And that was the year we had to go into the Greek alphabet because we mm -hmm. ran out of names um, to come up with these storms. So mm -hmm. whenever we go through our alphabet, if we run out of names, we have to go to the Greek alphabet. Yeah. So alpha, omega, beta, that stuff and it might happen again based off the forecast and what you said you know if we get 20 plus name storms or mm -hmm. so we could get into the greek alphabet and the chances of us chances of us having so many storms increases the chance of delmarva being impacted mm -hmm. so you know we haven't had a direct impact isa es was close um so anyway, it's just something to pay attention to. And I'm glad you reminded everyone about, you know, having hurricane kit, being prepared, just having supplies ready mm -hmm. just in case. Yeah. So taking a look at the um, list of names for 2020, we only have a few more names left on the list before we get to the point of reaching the Greek alphabet. So it has been a very active season. And I know you've said it already multiple times that we're not expecting to see it stop anytime soon right we're already halfway through mm -hmm. the names that we have designated and we're pretty much just halfway through the season so plenty more season to go unfortunately so just stay tuned we'll keep you updated with 47 abc we'll keep doing more podcasts if we need to and uh, we'll keep everyone updated. We've already had four hurricanes this year, Hannah, Laura, Isaias, Marco, and at least three of them, if you include Laura, um, will have at least some sort of impact here on Delmarva. So mm -hmm. it's an active year. Stay tuned, and we'll keep everyone updated when it comes to that, right? Yep. All righty. Thanks again for tuning in to our podcast. We'll be back next Wednesday for another episode.